good morning everyone welcome to another episode of what's happening uh, today's 10th of june 2021 let's quickly get into the headlines the much awaited minimum support price um, which are uh, which are the minimum price that uh, any government the central government would procure from the farmers has been announced um, so this msp announcing uh, is regularly done for a list of crops which would be decided by the cabinet committee on economic affairs so uh, as always as uh, like all of the years um, the first um, msp is will be announced for paddy Uh, it is right now it stands at 1940 per quintal so one quintal is actually 100 kg so if you look at the price it will be 194 per kg would be the price that the government would procure paddy from the farmers and uh, um, the minimum support price has been hiked um, that is increased for uh, pulses oil seeds and certain other crops so that it would encourage diversification of crops um, so that our agriculture might not depend entirely on paddy alone but Uh, it will be dependent on host of other crops as well so that even if you know paddy as a crop or monsoon fails in india in certain places uh, farmers you know would not be met at a loss it's done um yeah uh, the other important news item would be um, yeah would be regarding a mock drill for oxygen shortage that was conducted in a hospital in agra so on 27th april um, uh, hospital in agra actually conducted and uh, deliberately informed the relatives of the uh, patients that oxygen is short uh, in their uh, hospital and they would have to look elsewhere or bring in oxygen cylinders uh, by their own so that you know they can save their uh, relatives so uh, that was done and um, immediately everything was set into action certain people moved out they were discharged out of the hospital certain people were uh, you know bringing in oxygen cylinders as well and after a couple of hours or so um, the hospital said yeah they were able to procure and within few hours uh, the required oxygen would be there so it was kind of a mock drill which should not have been performed because it directly impacted the lives of the patients although the uh, district administration has started a probe into the incident and has said that you know on 27th the day when this mock drill happened nobody died due to oxygen shortage but um, you know a detailed probe is yet to be conducted there uh, there were around seven deaths in the hospital but uh, the administration claims that it was not due to oxygen shortage it was it was due to complications in their body so yeah so this recently surfaced after the director of the hospital um, spoke in a video about this uh, about what was happening and uh, you know they prepared for oxygen shortage as well proudly claiming this uh, that's how we came to know about it right uh, let's move on to the national news um, so the much awaited southwest monsoon has arrived in maharashtra uh, it has also arrived in kerala as well but uh, maharashtra as always um, uh, especially mumbai as a city will be inundated by rains every main road would be you know completely submerged in water almost for 2 to 3 weeks every year and this has also happened this year as well and uh, the uh, central railway has stopped all the suburban trains uh, that are running in mumbai because of you know the tracks are inundated with rain water so this is um, you could say a story that's happening every year um, i think every year uh, the brihan mumbai municipal corporation or the municipal body that takes care of the uh, the waste management and water sanitation drainage for the mumbai city 
they uh, are saying that they would be you know working on different solutions and uh, but nothing uh, nothing fruitful has come out we haven't seen an year in the recent 5 or 6 years wherein uh, you know roads weren't flooded with rainwater uh, mind you there is no river uh, that floods the mumbai city it's only rainwater so meaning that the drainage and sanitation is the problem there and not uh, you know overflow of water from any dam or a river so we are yet to see uh, a day like that i mean especially mumbai residents are yet to see a day like that but i think they've carried on with their lives uh, and they are kind of you could say expecting this every year it might be new for us chennaiites wherein you know couple or uh, 3 years back uh, we got um, you know the floods the uh, 2017 16 17 floods um and uh, rains after that so that might be a new affair to us but it seems it's a regular affair for the mumbai cars right so we have been seen um, recent news items on lakshadweep wherein uh, the administrator of lakshadweep is taking certain measures that seems to be you uh, know culturally uh, antithetical to the muslim community the majority muslim community that is living in the lakshadweep islands and uh, it's cutting off ties with its traditional uh, trade partner and friend state kerala so uh, so we saw news items regarding that in connection with that um, um, the director of ports um, in the lakshadweep had actually issued an order saying that every fishing boat that goes out for fishing in the uh, indian ocean should ideally uh, you know uh, have a government officer on board Uh, this was done so that you know uh, the security levels of the port um, the places where uh, the boats are parked on the port uh, were all raised to level 2 meaning that you know there is some kind of threat um, to the internal security of the lakshadweep uh, which was not the case actually uh, but this was you could say um, a way to monitor uh, or or it was way for authorities to uh, you know uh, harass the Uh, fishermen by you know getting onto their boat saying that you should change this you should change that and all that so that has been recalled that order has been recalled because there is there already there are a lot of protests going on in uh, lakshadweep and uh, and this has also caused a friction among the uh, you know the fishing folk and the uh, fishermen who go out into the sea so so that has been repealed that's good uh, right Yeah. Next comes another news. Um, yeah. In Assam, there has been two new national parks that has been notified, uh, that has been uh, uh, you know designated as national parks. So we know the famous Kaziranga National Park, wherein the one-horned rhinoceros, which is an endangered species, is being protected. Uh, in the same vein, uh, two other forest areas, which were earlier declared as reserved forests, have now been uh, declared as national parks. So now. what does this mean what does the national park mean or how is it decided it is decided based basically on the area and the diversified animals and plants the flora and fauna the diversified flora and fauna that lives in that particular area based on it an area is notified as a national park and notifying an area as national park um, you know gives um, a lot of benefits the forest department will be um, continuously monitoring and uh, it will carry out anti poaching activities in that area and the you know connected areas so there will always be movement of forest rangers in that area preventing uh, the poachers from killing animals um, so so that is one good thing so there is always some kind of vigil uh, that will be taking place in and around that area that is a security for the animals especially and also um, you know um, in some cases in 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 most cases 
it is a security for the people living there as well uh, so that some advantages of the national park so and again needless to say the particular animal that is being protected or the animals that are being protected their population will increase in that area uh, so that that is something that's good so the diversification will again increase and it will expand okay so let's go to the uh, quick financial news so um recently we had a meeting of the gst council of which we spoke about uh, that news item uh, some days back uh, maybe a week back so in that gst council meeting it was proposed to remove the uh, gst taxation that is currently put on vaccines and drugs and oxygen concentrators at this point um, vaccines um, have a gst of 5% and uh, drugs and oxygen concentrators have uh, 12% and 18% respectively so this has led to you know an increase in prices 18% tax on oxygen concentrators um, with each of the oxygen concentrators costing minimum of as far as i know 15000 to 20000 and 18% gst is again putting a burden on the people uh, who want this to be lifesaving so a lot of state government ministers actually proposed uh, in that meeting to remove these taxes altogether or at least reduce them to the least of the least possible um, so that was done um, i mean that wasn't done actually uh, a group of ministers was constituted in the gst council uh, to look into this aspect uh, the finance minister has informed that decision and the group is yet to submit its report uh, but again uh, among that group the united uh, uttar pradesh's finance minister has actually uh, proposed a reduction of uh, you know the gst on vaccines to be 0.1% and he wanted it to be done as soon as possible uh, because up being a very large state uh, it has to get vaccinated as soon as possible and uh, the amount of money uh, that uh, people might have would be less i mean of course right now the vaccines are free but still Uh, you know if at all you are going to take it in a private hospital uh, if the taxes are reduced then again that is something that uh, you could say vaccination is um, a duty of the government to provide it as far as free to the citizens or at least with the lowest price so with the reduction in just this gst you would see a reduced vaccine prices uh, even in private hospitals right the next news would be um, regarding again the finance ministry so Uh, so in order to get the herd immunity uh, herd immunity is basically an immunity level uh, wherein coronavirus does not easily replicate after that so if more than 80% of the population is essentially affected by coronavirus or they have been vaccinated then uh, the spread of uh, covid further will be contained because all of these 80% of the population will have the immunity to save them from covid so so in connection to that um, India has a very large population. The population that has to be vaccinated, uh, the adult population is at least 94 crore uh, between 18 and 44. So, in order to even vaccinate that, the finance ministry has suggested that they start the vaccination in August and September as a 24/7 activity, a walk-in um, camps that is 24/7, so that people can walk in and get a jab any time. So, I think almost uh, uh, 20%. uh sorry 15% of the population or 16% of the population has been vaccinated with at least one dose and all of these people are going to come back for a second dose and there is always a booster shot um might be required uh, because if corona virus takes more mutations in the forthcoming months then uh, people might need a booster shot after 8 months that that was what proposed so to do all these things 
24-7 vaccination initially uh, to at least vaccinate the population is something that's needed, is the observation from the finance ministry. Right. Let's go to the international news. We have quick couple of news items here and then we'll close that off. So um, we have been seeing China uh, hosting the ASEAN nations, which are uh, association for Southeast Asian, Asian nations. So uh, it has been doing that to counter the influence of Quad. Quad is um, a four country grouping that's made up of India, US, Japan and Australia, which predominantly, um, uh, you know, it's against China, uh, although nobody says it out in the open, but uh, it's predominantly to counter the influence of China in this region. So, uh, so these Quad group of countries actually pledged around 1 billion vaccines for whole of Asia before 2022. Uh, so uh, the uh, the foreign minister, uh, the foreign secretary official um, who from the United States of America, who is responsible for this quad grouping, has informed that they are on track. Uh, all of the cooperation of these countries in manufacturing the vaccines is on track, and they'll deliver one billion vaccines to Asia as a whole before 2022. Right, and one one uh, you know you could say um, a revolutionary news or something that might change the world. Uh, Bitcoin as a legal tender has been accepted by El Salvador. El Salvador is a Central American country uh, that has made Bitcoin essentially legal, meaning that you can use it to pay your taxes in El Salvador, you can use it to buy land in El Salvador, a lot of other things. Of course, um, you know, um, exchanging Bitcoin um, still requires um, a Bitcoin exchange to be operated. Um, the rules for operating such exchanges aren't very clear at this point, but I think within 90 days, um, you know, uh, people would be able to uh, buy land if at all um, they are the citizen of El Salvador. They can buy land using Bitcoin. They could pay it for you, you know, use it for paying taxes. But how the government is going to exchange Bitcoin for uh, an amount of money seems to be, uh, you know, it, it, it's not at clear uh, what is the exact mechanism and rules and laws that will govern the uh, you know exchange rates for bitcoin whether it's going to be as volatile as it is in the market because right now it's very volatile the prices go up and down uh, fluctuating in a very large manner of course it's it still stays between a margin but again uh, the possibility of the price changing every day is very high and that's one reason why people are countries to hesitate to accept it as a legal tender as of now but we got few interesting items of today. So I think that would be it for today. So until we next time, until we meet next time and tomorrow. Thank you.